0: Welcome to Business Line's State of the Economy podcast, where you'll find insight, analysis, and the story behind the numbers.
1: Hello, and welcome to Business Line's State of Economy podcast with the theme of marketing. In today's episode, we look at marketing to the silver generation. The International Day for Older Persons just went by, and there were a spate of reports on how this cohort is badly ignored. To talk about this, we have on the show Shiv Shiv Kumar, operating partner at Advent International, a global private equity firm, who'll give us the big picture. And Meenakshi Menon, founder of Spatial Access, a marketing audit firm, and Vahana Shakti, an environment initiative, to talk about the nitty gritties. Meenakshi is also building something for Gen S, or Generation Silver. So let's dive in right away. Shiv, uh, my first question is to you. You know, think products and services aimed at the silver set and it's mostly real estate, healthcare, tourism, like pilgrimages and all that. So are apparel, jewelry, shoes, food and other sectors completely missing out on a market that's as big as 138 million in India and expect mm-hmm. to be almost 200 million by 2030? Are marketers missing out on this big opportunity?
0: The first thing is the world always celebrates youth and youthful energy. And there's nothing in wrong in that because that's the bulk of the population. If you look at population over 60, I think the, right, the number right now globally is about 1.1. On a population of uh, 8 billion, so that's 1.1 billion people are about 12%. In India, it's about 10%. So I think the whole concept of products or services or anything for what you call the Silver Generation or uh, Generation S, as you call it, starts with design. I don't think products have ever been designed for this generation. Products have been always designed for younger cohorts, maybe middle income cohorts, and then the elder generation happens to use them. Uh, There have been, of course, notable exceptions, uh, great products and great advertising like the Gillette Assisted Shaving Advertising, which won the Khan's Award and the product, et cetera. But by and large, I would say that product design is the issue. Nothing is designed for them. You look at our airports, you look at our apartment blocks, you look at our schools, colleges, et cetera. There are no ramps. There are no facilities for wheelchair anywhere. You know? And I think we need to step that up across the world, You know, definitely. Um, next is, as you had rightly pointed out, Uh, the issue of font size, the issue of brands and how they come across. Uh, This cohort, about 65, I think only about 45% of people are on the smartphone and about 70 are on the internet, if I'm not wrong, if I look at my data. So basically digital, which is the mainstream of talking to people is not the mainstream for talking to these people, the, the silver generation. So you need to think of, relationship marketing you need to think of community marketing etc I have seen personally a lot of uh, you know old age homes in uh, and assisted living as we call it in Coimbatore and in uh, Chennai and uh, it's amazing the facilities which people have built there okay that's just one example but I think till you actually rethink design it's unlikely that uh, you'll address this audience
1: that's an uh, that's an amazing perspective, Shiv. Yes, uh, I think it has to be design-led. Uh, Minakshi, uh, your take on this? What are the big gaps, if you can point out?
2: Yeah, I think Shiv has raised some very valid questions. Okay, the whole issue of you know the world celebrating youth and energy is is true, and indeed it needs to be the primary focus. But today, as somebody who's sixty-four, I speak on behalf of the um, jeunesse, you know, the silver generation. Not everybody is ready for assisted living. And again, when you look at target audiences, there are groups and there are subgroups. I mean, any marketer today, if you say to them that everybody on the under the age of twenty-one is the same segment, they will laugh and they will say you're an idiot, because. Under the age of 21, the sub-21s have many different subgroups. And each of those subgroups has an identity that's very distinct. Shiv's question of designing for the silvers is a relevant question. But my counter to that is the 60 to 70 don't really need products to be designed for them as much as communication to talk to them, as much as the ability to exercise choice With products that are very very focused at them and I think this is an opportunity that marketers have lost out on because you know when you get to the 75 plus group obviously there there is a lot of you know issues that need to be addressed and different kinds of products become relevant at that point of time and different services become very critical. But right now, the 60 to 75 group is a group that has incredible spending power, has very few responsibilities, unlike the 40 to 50-year-old, and is actually a fabulous market waiting to be tapped into.
1: Why are marketers missing out this segment? I mean, uh, is it just the sheer size? Isn't there a... Uh, I I mean, we've seen a lot of, even the D2C segment, typically the uh, direct to, uh, I mean, consumer segment has been very quick to spot the gaps and come out with products. But even startups have strangely ignored this category.
2: Yeah, because, because Chitra, the thing is the mass market is basically skewed to the lowest common denominator. Okay. And. Again, we are a country where penetration of many, many, many categories is not yet universal. And so there's a lot to be made in the mass market. There are consumers to be tapped into. There's consumption to be fostered in the mass market. And therefore, most manufacturers are saying, if I still have um, you know, access to an untapped market, still have access to growth, Let me not shift focus. And in many ways, that can be justified. But the point is, there's this huge segment that you're neglecting. And when the segment starts speaking up, it's like, let's look at a simple thing like menstrual cups. There were always women in India. But there was no focus on menstrual cups until women started saying, hey, can I get a menstrual cup? And then suddenly now you've got a segment that's become Fairly significantly active, and so that's the transition that we are seeing right now.
1: Okay, uh, Shiv, you are sitting on uh, a lot of private equity, or uh, you know, and uh, helping make uh, investment choices. Do you see anything uh, coming to you interesting by way of companies that are looking at the space?
0: No, because I think basically when people look at Generation S. I think they're located as a top-up. And I I go back to where I started, which is the issue of design. In which industries are people designing better and where are people designing less? I think almost all of FMCG is zero on design for uh, the elderly. But if you look at finance, what are the big needs of the silver generation? Their money. Okay, security about their money, multiplication about their money, having a steady stream of income. Okay, a roof over the head, homes, ability to, to maintain the home, health, specifically skin. In America, you get a lot of products for, uh, especially women, around the cross nest, uh, around their eyes, uh, you know, their skin, their hands, etc. Uh, there are a lot of OTC products out there in America which are designed for that. But in India, you have uh, you know very little. Uh, of course, you have other medis- uh, other stuff like Botox, etc., which is there. The other one is. I think very important, what is one of the biggest differences of somebody who's 60 plus compared to somebody who's 30 or 40 is a slowdown in reflexes, okay? Your reflexes slow down, okay? Especially your hands, hand movement, feet movement, et cetera. No products are designed for that, which are mainstream products today. So for example, if you take a very simple thing, like you're watching television and you want to switch to the net on the television, That symbol comes on, whether it's Tata Sky or anybody, just for five seconds. For somebody who is 60 plus to pull out the remote and then click it and say switch to the Ethernet, etc., takes a little more time. That's a very simple example. But what I'm trying to tell you is that products are not designed for the conditions and the constraints which the silver generation faces. I think health and uh, financial products are possibly the best examples. And you have uh, many companies trying to do that.
1: One thing Meenakshi raised was about, you know, how uh, women are speaking up. Ah. So women as a cohort have become so attractive because they have become, you know, vocal about their needs. And the young are now young, they are pretty vocal. I don't see uh, the seniors by, I mean, they are by their sheer maturity or experience. They're not, uh, they're not that vocal, you know, they'll kind of let it go. So, when do you see them? Do you see any? Uh, I mean, unless they demand it, they won't get it. So, is there any movement there building up?
2: It's a very interesting time that we live in. Okay. On the one hand, I think it was um, Shiv who made this comment about digital not being mainstream for the seniors. But it's fascinating what COVID was able to do. Thanks to COVID, most seniors, and we've done extensive research in this space whether it's something as simple as WhatsApp video calling, or even using Google Pay, it's quite staggering the number of seniors who were forced to migrate into a digital environment and having migrated into a digital environment because of pressure have now actually adapted to it. Uh, every time you talk about, you know, uh, let's say a political commentary, people talk about the WhatsApp uncles. And it's true, the amount of older generation who use WhatsApp and their familiarity with the platform is, again, quite staggering. So on the one hand, you have increasing ability to access the net, increasing access to the net, increasing familiarity with the net, and therefore older people who don't have any products designed for them today and are, you know, expected to make do with whatever is available, and they are an afterthought. Let's not forget that even culturally in India today, we we treat our elders as an afterthought. I mean, we may have very strong emotional bonds with them, but there's no safety net for elders. And therefore, to that extent, people of this age group are actually asking questions, are saying, you know, I may be 65, but I hate to disappoint Shiv, my reflexes have not slowed down. And in fact, the recent result, and there's been a hell of a lot of research in this area, Howard is now saying that you take the best decisions when you're in your 60s. And they did tests between uh, 60-year-olds and 35-year-olds. And they found the 60-year-olds outperform the 35-year-olds because the neural networks are far better formed when it comes to problem solving. So I think there is a sea change. I can see it. I know people who we've researched and spoken to can see it. The only question is, there is that wave coming. How are we going to respond to it?
1: So Shiv, yeah, that is uh, that's a good question. Our, our, like it all also begins in a way with advertising, which is uh, I mean, which is which is kind of uh, it, you don't show uh, the senior, I mean, you show the seniors as you know, somebody...
2: Who... Stereotyped. You're yeah, very, you know, you always yeah. show the seniors as stereotype. It's the, you know, the indulgent grandfather, or indulgent grandmother. You know, again, when you look at health products, it's this pritely, um 65-year-old who's running down a park and, you know, gives an, a younger woman his pain balm because he uses this product. I mean, these are all stereotypes. And as long as we allow stereotypes to define... The world we live in—it's so limited, isn't it?
1: Correct. So here's a question, Shiv: When will we see advertising which is breaking the stereotype and showing active seniors? You know, I mean.
0: Yeah, sure. So if I look at it, uh, going back to your earlier question, Chitra, mm-hmm. uh, somebody born in Western Europe after 2019 will live to be a hundred. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's born in India today or after 2019-20 will live to be about 90. So I think you'll actually see prolongation of life and the whole concept of what is, how many years do you study? How many years do you work? And how many years do you retire? will get redefined. It's already getting redefined right now. Uh, for example, if you take America, you don't have a retirement age. So now if you if you don't allow immigration, then you need to raise retirement age. Okay, so it has many implications in terms of what seniors can do or cannot do. I believe seniors will end up with paid and unpaid jobs. And the biggest thing that seniors bring to the table is experience. And specifically on advertising, all of advertising or most of advertising, one, one would argue, is stereotyped. The role of kids, the role of women, the role of uh, you know, elders, the role of a boss, the role of a subordinate. There are standard stereotype because advertising plays back what society is feeding back to them. Okay, very few ads actually break the mold. But one exception in advertising, which I'm sure that you recognize, is Amitabh Bachchan himself, somebody who's 80, who seemed to be cool, uh, who does advertising for brands from a bank to a hair oil, okay, and is digitally savvy, and one of the few guys who actually numbers his tweets and goes back and uh, refers to that. So I think he's a great example of what advertising has uh, adapted to in terms of seniors. Okay, he might be uh, an outlier, but he's a good example.
2: Yeah, that's a very valid point that Shiv makes, you know, about the fact that all our advertising actually reflects stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And again, the thing is that the, the brands that have really managed to make a dent and impacted their consumers are the brands that didn't stay in the stereotypical straight jacket. Think about it. Every brand that is, even Amitabh Bachchan, brilliant example. But what advertising did Amitabh do that you remember even today? I'm sure 90% of us can't remember the brands he's involved with. But you will remember the Cadbury worm controversy and how Amitabh addressed that, right? Because that was non-stereotypical. That was breaking the box, both the problem and the way he handled the solution. So yeah. I think we're both in agreement on this.
0: I saw it in yeah. an airport, Chitra, which is, you know, uh, when we worked on the jewelry category, uh, no, 66% of uh, jewelry is about bridal. And we used to always think of, you know, you had to address the bride, etc. There was this very clever advertising which advertised with the heritage, the bride, her mother and her grandmother, showing three different types of pieces of jewelry which you wear, but still very fashionable. I thought that was a very smart move which somebody did. It's good
1: to see these uh, breaking stereotype things emerging. So finally, I mean, uh, we are nearing the end of our time. So if you could give your, you know, message to marketeers on addressing this cohort, Minachi, you'll go first.
2: Yeah, sure. I'd love to because mm-hmm. you know my my one line advice to marketeers is. This group has the money, this group has the time, this group has, in fact, the time is the most important resource that this group has, which many other groups don't have. And therefore, because they have the time, you can actually build serious engagement with this group. This group is not transactional. This group is into long term relationships. And therefore, if you don't see the Sustained value that this group can give to your bottom line, then you're really truly missing the bus and need to be under it.
1: Yeah, you're so right because I read a BCG report which said that this set is more loyal than any other segment. You know, so exactly. Yeah. So, Shiv,
0: we always look at the end result or a research report, etc. The reason why the silver generation is more loyal is that they tend to break habits lesser. So habit is something that stays with them and they stay with it. They're very loath to break a habit. So starting with that, then I would tell marketeers, what can you do to build a habit regime with these guys? That's how you should truly think about it. And next, throw out all the media rules, throw out all the marketing rule books. And rethink how you need to connect with uh, this generation. I think there will be a new playbook for somebody who does it well. I think the old playbook uh, will not work. That that would be my advice, Well
2: said. Absolutely, new playbook, Shiv. That's what we need.
1: Wonderful having both of you, and I think there's plenty of food for thought here. And uh, hope to see you all soon again.